The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Yoma has been dedicated in memory of Mazal Bat Esther Baghdadi and Yosef Ben Mazal Baghdadi by their family. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by North Fork Bank and its private banking department with Gabriel Safti. Hashem Ishmedehu Bihayehu. We would like to thank North Fork Bank and urge our listeners to patronize this generous financial institution. On a uh, private note, we'd like to thank Mr. Gabriel Safti for his continued support for all our programs here at uh, Daf Yomi, Torah Learning Resources, and the Torah Center. Today's Daf has been dedicated in memory of Yosef Ben Mazal and Shalom Rafael Ben Mazal. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Amen. Daf Daf Dalid. Today's Daf is being studied the Alun Shmat Abraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Amen. Today's Daf is being studied for Asher Mahayim David Ben Adel El Narefanalo Petoch Shar Cholamo Israel Amen. Today's Daf is being studied for the freedom of the soldier that is held in captivity, Gilad Ben Aviva Shalit. Al-Bazat Hashem Elishavai Yeshua V'Rachamim Yachad Im Kol HaShibuyim V'Asirim V'Amechai Yisrael Mosi Asirim B'Kosharot Hu Yivdehu Miyad Shoba V'Yotzeehu Ma'abdut L'Chirut V'Shabud Degula V'Afilad L'Ora V'Yirpaeu R'Fuat Shilema R'Fat Nefesh V'Fat Aguf V'Yamas Et Ruho V'Yarbe Et Kocho V'Yoreu B'Simcha U'Bgira אז יתחזק ויתרפא ויתלו שמחת עולם וזכות תפילת רבים וסעקתם ורעקתם המעטירים בעדו בכל אתר ואתר תעמוד לו ולהם למחם וסיניו ולפתותו בבית שביו ויקרא רוע גזר דינו ויקראו לפניו יתברך כל זכיותיו וכל אשר פעל ועשה למען עמנו ונחלתנו ויקרא גזר דינו בזכות השם הקדוש הרמוז בראשי תיבות קבל רנת עמך שגבנו תערנו רע ויקוים בו מקרא שכתוב ופתויי אדוני ישובון ובאו סיום ברינה ושמחת עולם על ראשם ששום ושמחה יסיגו ונסו יגון והנחה במהרה בימינו אמן we start at the Nema Ketanae that is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 lines from the bottom in yesterday's daf we had a very important mahloket between Rishlakish and Rabbi Yohanan regarding the subject of the Mahloket between Tanakama and Rabbi Eliezer. Well, their Mahloket, we said, was by the subject called Hotsa'at Adeshin. By Hotsa'at Adeshin, there was a Mahloket over there, does the Kohen have to uh, wear the Begadim? Is it considered an Avodah, or is it not considered an Avodah? According to Tanakama, Hotsa'at Adeshin was considered an Avodah. Therefore, only Kohanim that are not Pasul, meaning valid Kohanim, can do that service. Whereas according to Ezer, he said that Ba'alim Mumin can do the service of Hotsa'at Adeshin, 
and because he holds it is not an avodah. And they based it on a limud uh, that they had. Now, came Rishtakish, and he said the following. He said, Kemachloket Behotza'ah, Beharama. That just like they're arguing by Hotza'ah tradition, so they're also arguing by harama, meaning that according to the Bini Ayazid, even by haramat addition, a psul is okay. And the Gemara said, what's the proof? Because he hold that the Torah says by haramat addition that the queen only wears two garments. Now if it was an avodah, he would have to wear four garments. So since it's not an avodah, psul is okay. Comes the Yohanan says, no, by haramat addition, everybody holds, you have to use only kishirim. And it is indeed... And Avodah, and the fact that I only said two garments, it's Lav Davka, it's two, but really four. And that's the way the Gemara concluded. So the Gemara wants to say now, this Mahloket, we want to say is also a Mahloket amongst the Tanaim. Now we start. Nema Ketanaim. Let us say that this is a Mahloket amongst the Tanaim. How? Al besaro, the pasuk says uh, al besaro regarding the mechnasayim. By terumat edition it says who mechnase bad yilbash al besaro. Matamudomar yilbash. Why is that to say the word yilbash? Because after all, in the beginning of the pasuk it says velavash akohen mido bad who mechnase bad yilbash. It just could say, What does that have to say? Why Yilbash again? So it says, To come and tell you that not only does he wear the two garments that the Torah mentions, but the second Yilbash comes along and says he has to wear two additional garments. Which two? The one that the Torah did not mention. That's the Abnet and the Misnefet. So you see what? By Hanamat edition, he has to wear four garments. That would assume what? That it is considered an avodah. Because you have to wear four garments. And therefore, only Kishinim would be able to do that. Divre, Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Dosa, Rabbi Dosa says no. Le Rabot, Begde, Kohen, Gadol, Beyom, Kippurim, Shekishinim, Le Kohen, Idiot. He says no, you know what Yilbash comes and teaches us? A big Hadush. That the clothes that a Kohen Gadol wore on Kippur, it is permissible for a Kohen Hidyot to wear them during the year. Again, he makes a kesh. It says the word Yilbash by this pasuk over here. And by the big day, Kohen Gadol also says the word Yilbash. So he makes a kesh. You might have thought maybe after the Kohen Gadol wears his clothes, you have to put it in Geniza. No. Maybe the Kohen Gadol himself might not be able to wear them again. But a Kohen Hidyot can wear the clothes of a Kohen Gadol, meaning the Begdel Lavan, the four clothes that he wore on Kippur, a Kohen Hidyot can wear it again during the year. So therefore, comes out what? According to this rabbi, Rabbi Dosaris, it's mashma that he really holds, you're only wearing two garments by the Haramat Adeshin. And therefore, Haramat Adeshin is not an Avodah, therefore he subscribed to the opinion that says, Haramat Adeshin, you can use a Psul. So you see the Mahlokan of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Dosa'a is the Mahlokan if indeed you can, Rabbi Yuharash Lakish, if by Haramat Adeshin, a psul can serve. I repeat, according to Rabbi Yehuda, he says, the Yilbash comes to tell me what, not only the two garments that the Torah mentions, but two more. Therefore it's four garments. Four garments is a regular Avodah. Therefore a psul would not be good. That would be like Rabbi Hanan. 
Whereas according to the Bidosa, the Bidosa says no. The two garments are dafka. Because really it's not an avodah. He just has a different dirasha. The, pasu, the word yilbash in the pasuk tells me what? That a Kohen Gadol's garments can be worn by a Kohen Hidyot during the year. Comes again and says, We can refute Rabbi Dosa's view from two ways. Hada, number one, the Kohen Hidyot. If you remember, we learned in previous Dapim in the last Pedic that the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur wore an avnet made of boots. That is flax or linen. Whereas the Kohen Yot all year round wore a abnet made out of kilayim. And therefore, how could you tell me that the Kohen Gadol's garments can be worn by a Kohen Yot? They're different garments. The belt is not the same. So that's the first refutation. The belt of Kippur is boots and the belt of the Kohen Yot is kilayim. The hod... Secondly, does it make sense that the clothes that were worn by a Kohen Gadol, which is Kedusha Amura, on Kippur by the Kohen Gadol, can they now be downgraded and worn by a Kohen Yot during the year? That doesn't make sense. So what does the B do with the word Yilbash? It's extra. He comes to include even worn out garments, which means so long as the garments are not ripped or torn, to this worn out, it is permissible for the Kohen to wear worn out garments. So, uh, any garments he can wear, even if they are, no, nothing to do to a four argument. He's learning the word Yilbash. Yilbash is teaching what? Afilu Shechukim. By the Kohen Gadol's garments on Yom Kippur, it says after he finishes wearing them, he must place them down. He places them down. So the Gemara says, From here we see that what? The Kohen Gadol's garments must be placed in Giniza. It sounds like he only wears them once and then you have to file them. The Bidosa Omer, He says, No. The Bidosa is consistent with his opinion. He says, No, you don't have to put him in Giniza. You can give it to a Kohen Hidyot and he can wear it all year. Also, what does Rabbi Dosa do with the words "vini hamsham"? It just teaches me that the Kohen Gadol cannot wear them again. Meaning, he cannot wear them next Kippur. The Kohen Gadol vini hamsham. Put him in Giriza. But if you find the Kohen Gadol that wants to wear the clothes of the Kohen Gadol during the year, it is permissible. No, he wears two garments on Kippur. Sometimes he wears the eight set of eight, and sometimes he wears the set of four. Of the other guy, Kohen Hidyot. always wears four. It's the same four that the, the Kohen Gadol wears on Kippur, or the same four that the Kohen Hidyot. They asked on him, what do you mean it's different? Obviously the Bidosa has a different interpretation. He'll hold that the belts are the same. He'll hold either that the Kohen Hidyot also wear a Pishtan all year long. So therefore the belt is the same. We did have a Mahlokit, by the way, uh, in the earlier Pedic, that said, that some said that the Kohen Gadol, everybody says Kohen Gadol's boots on Kippur. The Mahlokit was the Kohen Gadol, Kohen Hidyot all year long. So we say the Bidosa holds, the Kohen Hidyot also wore boots all year long, so we have no problem. Good point. So the Gibbara says, now my lab, now we go back to interpret. We forced to say that the Mahlokit between the Bidosa and of Yehuda is what? Demor Savar Avodai. I'll tell you that Rav Yehuda holds Haram Atadeshin is Avodah. And that's why from the word Yilbash, uh, he learns that he has to wear 
two garments that the Torah mentions plus the extra two. Of course, it's, it's an avodah. Umor sabar lavavodai. And the Bidu said it doesn't learn the word yilbash to include garments, but to include the clothes of a kohen gadol that a kohen yijot can wear. He holds what? The faramat addition. You don't need all the garments because it is not an avodah. So here we found the mahlokit amongst the tanaim if haramat addition is indeed an avodah or not. Ibn says, La, no. That's not the way you learn the mahlokit. Really, I'll tell you, Haramat Adeshin is an Avodah. And if it's an Avodah, everybody agrees that you have to wear four garments. Rav Yudah says, you need a special derashat to add the extra two garments. That's Rav Yudah. Rabbi Dosah says, no. Once already you tell him he's wearing two garments, it's automatically that he has to wear the other two garments. No such thing as just wearing two garments. So it goes without saying that he has to wear the other two garments. Therefore, the Yilbash, he learns for another dirasha. But everybody holds, you have to wear four garments. The only question is, do you need a special dirash to include the extra two or not? Comes the... Once already he has to wear two out of the four. Well, obviously it's an avodah if you're making him wear the garments. And he has to wear all of them. And the pasuk of Yilmaz is coming to include the hadush of Yom Kippur. So the Gemara was unsuccessful at proving that it is indeed a mahloket amongst the Tanaim. Because we can really say both these Tanaim hold that Tulumat tradition is indeed an Avodah, and both hold that they have to wear all four garments. Ba'e Rav Abin. Rav Abin has a question. Tulumat tradition bekama. Oh, now we discuss how much. How much ash does the Kohen have to take off the Mizbayah in the morning when he does this Mizbah of Tulumat tradition? Well, what are the two options? Mitrumat ma'asir yalfinanna or mitrumat midyan yalfinanna. Well, since the Torah calls it tirumat, uh, the Torah says, Vaharemotem, I'm sorry, by the, um, by the tirumat addition, the Pasuk says, Veherimit addition. So the word veherim is used, meaning he'll take it out, he'll lift it up. And we know by Tirumat Ma'asir, it says in the Pasuk, Motem Mimenu. Now, how much is Tirumat Ma'asir? Well, let's review our Ma'asir story. A person has to give 10% to the Levi. The Levi takes 10% of what he got, that's called Tirumat Ma'asir, and gives it to the Kohen. So it's called Tirumat Ma'asir, so that's 10%. So therefore, since the word Vehirim is used by Tirumat Edition, and by I might think it's 10%. Maybe you have to take 10% of the ashes off the Mizbayah. That's one option. Or maybe I learn it from Tirumat Midyan. What was the story of Tirumat Midyan? When the Jewish people went to fight against Midyan, after they caused the Jewish people to sin with the Zonot, and therefore we had to take revenge, so we, there was tremendous spoils of war. So the rule was the Jews were able to split the spoils amongst themselves, but one five hundredth of the spoils went to the Kohanim. And by the pasuk of uh, the spoils of Minyan, it says, meches. And you shall separate a meches, a tax, a had nefesh mehamesh ameot. One five hundred. And by Tirumat Adeshin, it says, Vehirin. So maybe the shi'ud of Tirumat Adeshin is one five hundred. So that's the shi'ilat. Obviously, it's a big, big difference. Either it's one tenth of the ashes, like Tirumat Ma'asir, or one five hundredth, like the tax that the Jews had to pay the Kohanim from Midian. 
It says the exact word by Tremad Adeshin, Veherim Mimenu. I'm sorry, Veherim Et Adeshin. It says by the Minha, the meal offering, Veherim. Over there it says, Veherim Mimenu Bekumso. You have to take a Kometz of the Minha. We'll call that a handful. Ma'alalan Bekumso, Afkan Bekumso. So we make it Gezerat Shema, Veherim Veherim. The bottom line Shirud is not... 10%, not one five hundred, it is a Kometz. Which means, now, when we say a Kometz, Rashi goes out of his way to point out, it doesn't mean exactly a Kometz. Because you have to remember, they're not doing it with his fist. These are coals over here. They're boiling hot. The coin is not lifting it up with his hands. And he's using a shovel. So therefore, he says, so long as you get a Kometz or more, you're okay. But the minimum she would is a Kometz. So the bottom line, somebody asked the question, what's the shi'ur of Tremat Adeshin? Shi'ur comments, and we make a gezerah shema, ve'erim ve'erim, from the minha. Amar Rav, new point. We have a statement of Rav. Arba avodot zar hayav alehem mita. Four services in the Beit HaMikdash. If a stranger, meaning a non-Kohen, does these services, he's hayat mita bideshamayim. What are these four services? Zerika, sprinkling of the blood. Of course, the sprinkling of the blood on the mizbeach. Ve'aktana, that's the putting of the meat on the mizbeach, burning the meat. Ve'nisuchamayim, that was a mitzvah done on Sukkot, where the Kohen would pour water into the spouts on the mizbeach. Ve'nisuchayayim, pouring the wine on the mizbeach, which was done every day in any korban, had the sukhayim. So if a Yisrael, for example, would do any of these four services, he is punished by mitabi deshamayim. Levi amar avterumat adeshin. Levi comes along and says a fifth. The four that you stated, plus the fifth one. If a Yisrael would do Tirumat Adeshin, meaning go up in the morning to the Mizbeah, take the ears off the Mizbeah, Hayav Mitah. Vechen Tani Levi Bimatnite, Levi also has a brighter to support this, Av Tirumat Adeshin, even Tirumat Adeshin. My Tarma Diraf. Now the Gemara is going to analyze what's the reason of Rav, which means why doesn't Rav include Tirumat Adeshin as something that's subject to Hayav Mitah by Yazar? So the Gemara is going to call it Pasuk. It's a long Pasuk. Let's read it inside. Dikhtiv, ve'ata ubanecha ittecha. God's talking to Aaron. You and your sons will be with you. Tishmiru et kehunatchem. You'll protect the kehuna. Lechol devar ha-mizbeach. Regarding all things on the mizbeach. Unmebet la-parochet. And inside the area of the parochet, that's behind the curtain. Va'abadetem avodat matana. And you will serve an avodah of matana, meaning of gifts. Eten et kehunatchem, that I will give to the kehuna. Ve'azar akarev yumat. And azar, meaning a non-kohen, that does the service, yumat, will die. Now the Gemara's Doresh is Pasuk. Avodat matana velo avodat siluk. In this Pasuk it's teaching us azar akarev yumat. On which type of services? On the services that the Pasuk mentions. One of the services that is mentioned in this Pasuk is what? Avodat Matana. What does Avodat Matana mean? A service of giving. Meaning, a Matana, you give a gift, right? Meaning, when you're putting something on the Mizbaya, for example, blood, you're putting on the Mizbaya. That would be called Avodat Matana. The meat would be called Avodat Matana. You're putting it on the Mizbaya. Furthermore, the Nisukha and the Nisukha that's Avodat Matana. So again, 
The Kohanim, they have the rights to do what's called Avodat Matana. Putting things on the Mizbayah. And as the end of the Pasuk go, Vazara Karev Yumat. But if a Zar does Avodat Matana, he dies. Now what does that come to exclude? To exclude Avodat Siluk, exactly. To do a service that's removing. Terumat Adeshin is an Avodah of Siluk. You're taking something off the Mizbayah. So therefore from here we learn that there's no Hayuv Mitah on a Zar that does Terumat Adeshin because it's not called Avodat Matana, it's called Avodat Siluk. So the Gemara says, another derasha of this Pasuk. Va'abadetem, when it says in the Pasuk, Va'abadetem, and the Kohanim shall serve, the Gemara makes a derasha, Avodatama, velo avodah sheyesh ahareya avodah. The only time that a Yisrael will get Hayub Mitah is on a service that is complete, meaning end of service, Avodatama, not a service that is followed by another service. For example, the sprinkling of the blood ends the service of the Qurban. Daktara uh, as well. That's a service that nothing uh, follows it. Nisukh stands by itself. There's nothing after Nisukh or for that matter, Nisukh Hayayin as well. Look at Rashi Avodat Tama. Avodashi Gomeret Umehatemet Rashi Umetamemet meaning completes Et Adabal. For example, Shahita is not considered Avodat Tama, because Shahita is followed by Kabbalat Adam, and it's followed by sprinkling of the blood. So Shahita, if, if a Zar would do Shahita, obviously there's no Karet. If a Zar would do Kabbalat Adam, there is no Karet. For that matter, Holacha, bringing the blood from the animal to the Mizbayah. There's an avodah that follows it. What is that? The sprinkling. Oh. The end of the avodah of ends when? Zirika. At the zirika. Zirika is considered avodah tama. If a zar does that, he's hayav. Aval zirika avodah shibedam. The last service in the blood is zirika. Vechir haktara. Meaning, putting the meats on the mizbeah. That's it. Oh. Nothing after you put the meats on the mizbeah. Or by a minha, putting the comets on the mizbeah. Right? That's the last one. Vechir nisukhayayim. And Nisukai Mahim and the Hag. So then we're learning two things to this Pasuk. Number one, that Avodat Siluk is not part of the Zara Karev Yumat. And also things that are not a final service are not subject to the law of, uh, of uh, Azara Karev Yumat. And all the things that Rav listed were all final services. Zirika is the final service of Dam, Hattara is the final service of the meat or the Minha, Nisukh Ayayin, Nisukh Ayayin and Mayim are also final services regarding their respective Avodot. Good. The Levi, now we got to learn Levi, because Levi included uh, the Terumat um, Adeshim. So the Gemara says. Velevi Rabbe Rahmana Lechol Devara Mizbayah. In the Pasuk that we just quoted, it says, For all things of the Mizbayah. Which means when it says Lechol Devara Mizbayah, anything that has to do with the Mizbayah. Even Avodat Siluk. Okay? That's according to Levi. Now, that she points out, so long as it's Avodat Tamah. <clears throat> so Levi agrees to the Avodat Tamah Dirash that it's got to be a final uh, service. That Turbat Adeshin is a final service. Which means after that, that's it. It's over. You finish the Avodah. It, it ends. 
and therefore, and no, he doesn't. He doesn't learn from the matana. He learns that the pasuk matana yes tells me only giving, but I have another word in that pasuk that comes to include more. Lechol for all things that have to do with the mizbeach. That includes not only giving but even taking. Gemara continues. Now we go. We play uh, back and forth a little now. The Rav, what does Rav do with the words lechol devara mizbeach? He comes to include other things. What are they? The seven sprinklings of the following three korbanot. Par alem davar, par shel kohen mashiach, and par v'sa'ir shel yom kippurim shebifnim. Meaning, all these three korbanot, one of them is par alem davar, that means if the, let's say the sibur uh, unintentionally made a avon, uh, that's punishable by karet, so there has to be a special korban to atone for it. It's called a pari alim davar shel sibur. Or you have a part of the kohen mashiach that made a mistake, you have to bring a special korban. Or you have, let's say, the part or the sa'id that the kohen gadol brings on yom kippur. What do all these things have in common? That the blood of these korbanot are sprinkled inside in the kodesh on the parochet. Okay. Now, the chidush is from this. You might have thought. That, well, if a Zar does this, you don't get karet. Because it's not Avodat Mizbeach. It's not on the Mizbeach. And the Pasuk says, Davka Devara Mizbeach. But from the fact that it's Lechol Devara Mizbeach, comes to teach me, even these items that are not per se done on the Mizbeach, still Hazara Karev, you might. Furthermore, Shebe Mitzorah. Furthermore, what's the Mitzorah? On the eighth day of the purification of the Mitzorah, they bring a log of olive oil, of Shemim. Now, the Kohen takes the olive oil and he sprinkles it also seven times in the Hechal against the Kodesh Kodashim. So again, I might have thought, again, there's a new type of sprinkling, we never learned the sprinkling of the oil of the Mitzorah. Yeah, really. Now, they would... No, on, can I get the Hechal? So the first thing comes sprinkling of the dam, and it's the Mitzorah sprinkling of the oil. Now, what are you learning over here? Lechol Devar Mizbeach, Rav said it's coming to teach me these items are also subject to the Hazar HaKarev Yuma item. Now, the Levi, how does Levi know all these items? Which means, Lechol already is used. He used Lechol to teach you to the Matadeshen. So the Gemara says, Nafkale Middevar Vechol Davar. He has two Rebuyim, two extra words. Number one, Devar HaMizbeach. From there he learns Devar HaMizbeach, anything of the Mizbeach, meaning to the Matadeshen. And then he from the word Lechol, he learns these items that we just mentioned. The Pari Alem Davar, the Pari of Yom Kippurim, etc. So again, it's Lechol, it's one derasha, and Devar HaMizbeach is the second one. Oh, so what, the Rav, what does Rav do? The Rav, Davar Lechol, Davar Lo Darish. He doesn't have two derashot. He's not mashma to split up the derash. He just learns it as one. Lechol Davar, it's one derash, just include those items. So therefore, let's just recap where we're holding until this point. Comes out, the only nafkamina that we're finding between Rav and Levi is Turmat Adeshin. Rav says, Azad that does Turmat Adeshin is not going to be Hayav Mita, because it's Avodat Siluk, it's not Avodat Matana. Whereas Levi, based on a Dirashav Yitur, an extra word in the Pasuk, Lechol Devara Bizmaya, he is even including the Avodah of Turmat Adeshin, even though it's Avodah Siluk, so long as it qualifies as Avodah Tama, a uh, final service. Good, now we go further. Kavzi Gavaran says, <coughs> We're asking on Levi. Okay? 
Levi, you told me that Avodat Siluk is Hayab Yidashamayim if Azad does it. So the Gemara questions that. Why? Gemara says like this: Ve'ema lechol devara mizbeach klal ve'avodat matana plat klal plat en bechlal ela mash beprat avodat matana in avodat siluk lo. Gemara's question is like this: Let's review the principles. There's what's called a klal plat. What is a klalu prat? That's when the pasuk starts off with a generality. And then it gives a specific. It's called the klal plat. The rule is that the klal only includes things that are in the prat. Or like the prat. That's a, that's a style of dirash. Now, in this pasuk it says, Lechol devara mizbayah. Anything on the mizbayah. That's a klal. That's anything. But then at the end of the pasuk it says what? Avodat matana. That's a prat. Now the rule would be, only things like the prat. Which would come to exclude Siluk, meaning exclude to the Matadeshan. So the question on Levi is, Hey Levi, you got a cloud prat over here. And the cloud prat would exclude to the Matadeshan. How do you include it? So the Gemara says, Amar Kira. He says, well, if you look at the Pasuk, it says, Ulmibet la parochet va'abadetem avodat matana. Right before the words avodat matana, in between the klal and the prat, there's some words. Ulmibet la parochet. That's also talking to the service that is done. The bet la parochet, meaning in the kodesh. Meaning by the curtain. Right? That's inside. Okay, that's the avodat that is done. Inside actually the kodesh kodeshim. Ulmibet la parochet. Inside the parochet. Now, since that's in between the klal and the prat, we're, we're going to have to factor that in. How? So the Gemara says, El mibet la parochet, meaning in the Kodesh Kodashim, who da avodat matana velo avodat siluk? Ha bahutz afilu avodat siluk. You're right. Learn the cloud prat. But where? El mibet la parochet. In the Kodesh Kodashim. Meaning in Kodesh Kodashim, avodat siluk does not apply to Azar. But outside the Kodesh Kodashim, even Avodat Siluk, yes. I'll tell you again. You have a Klal Prat. The Klal is what? The Chol Devaram is You have a Prat. What does it say? The Prat says Avodat Matana. Which teaches me only putting on the Mizbeah, not Siluk. But it says Chol Devaram is That's a Klal. So the cloud prat should tell me only things like the prat, meaning siluk is not included. So he was here, wait, but in between the cloud and the prat, it mentions that the Kohanim serve ulmibeta parochet, service inside the parochet, meaning the Kodesh Kodashim. So learn your cloud prat, but you know where you learn it? In the Kodesh Kodashim. And say like this, when is avodat siluk not a factor in the Kodesh Kodashim? I'll give you examples in a second. In the, in the Kodesh Kodashim avodat Siluk is not a factor. But where is Avodat Siluk a factor? Outside the Kodesh Kodashim. Meaning on the Mizbeya HaKitson, where they do Tirumat Adeshin, Avodat Siluk is a factor. Therefore, if a Zar does Avodat 
Turbata Deshan on the Mizbeach, I told he'll indeed be Hayav Karet. So Levi is conceding. I agree with your cloud plot. I mean the Kodesh Kodashim when I say Umebetta Parochet. Now, the point of the Gemara is, again, to say, I'll tell you where you have Avodat Siluk. Now, I'll explain to you. For example, on Kippur, where the Kohen goes in with the Mahta of coals with the Ketorit. After the Ketorit is he has to take out the the shovel. He has to take out the Mahta. That would be considered Avodat, Siluk, that's in the Kodesh. So the Hadush is if a Zar went and did Avodat, Siluk, and took out the, leave that. He's not going to be Hayah from this Zara Karev Yumat. Because that's Avodat, Siluk in the Kodesh Kodashim. But, if he did it on the Mizbeah Haitzon, Avodat Siluk, he would be Hayav. Good. Now, where do you have Avodat Matana in the Kodesh Kodashim? Avodat Matana, he says over here, they would sprinkle between the Badeah Aaron, Between the poles of the Aaron on Yom Kippur, they would sprinkle and putting the Ketorot on the fire in the Kodesh Kodashim. Good. So there's Avodat Matana, which is, is subject to the Kodesh Kodashim, but Avodat Siluk, no. Based on the cloud, plot. Good. Comes Gibran says, Ihache. Well, if that's the case, Va'abadetim Nameh. Now, what did we learn, Va'abadetim? Avodah Tama. That the only type of service that a Zar will be Hayabad if it's a conclusive service, it's a, a final service. So maybe I'll tell you, El Mibet La Parochet. Who? The Avodah Tama. Velo Avodah Shishare Avodah. Habehuts. Afilo Avodah Shishare Avodah. Make the same Haluk by Avodah Tama. Maybe I'll tell you, Va'abadatim, which you're learning Avodah Tama, maybe that's only in the Kodesh Kodashim. That you only Hayab in the Kodesh Kodashim on, on, on Avodot that are final. Mashi'enkin outside the Kodesh Kodashim, maybe any type of Avodah, even if it's not a final Avodah, the Zara Karev uh, will, not, uh, will, not be, will not apply. Which means, Zara Karev Yumat will apply outside the Kodesh, even on things that are not Avodah Tama. I repeat, just like you want to say, there's a Chiluk between the Kodesh Kodashim and outside the Kodesh Kodashim, by Avodat Matana, so do the same thing by Avodat Tama. And say the following, that the rule of Avodat, I mean your final service, or service that's ending, I only applies to the Kodesh Kodashim. Which means, if the Zar does an Avodat Tama in the Kodesh Kodashim, it's Hayat. But if it's not an Avodat Tama in the Kodesh Kodashim, not Hayat. But outside, there's no deal of uh, Avodat Tama. Even not Avodat Tama, the uh, Zar will be Hayat. Now let's give examples to this. The examples to this would be, for example, um, for example, bringing the Mahta into the Kodesh Kodashim. Because you still have to bring the Ketorit on it, and you still have to take it out. So that would be considered Avodah, it's not Tama in the Kodesh Kodashim. Okay, that would be an example. So comes Gebaran says, no. Levis answers it. Va'abadtem hadar arbekera. When the Pasuk uses the word to teach me Avodah, Tama. Right? It doesn't say uh, abadatim, it says va'abadatim. The extra vav comes along and tells me that avodat tama applies in both places. It applies in the Kodesh Kodashim as well as outside. So from the extra vav va'abadatim, it's called vavahibur. It's the vav of connecting. Meaning, it's connecting to the first part of the pasuk that talks about the service outside, the Chodavadam Mizbah, which is 
the regular part, and, and the parochet as well. So let's review. Avodah tamah applies everywhere. Then the Kodesh Kodashim, and then in the outside area where the Mizbeah Haitzon is. Good? So comes going on now as a question. Ba'erava. Now we got Levi's shita clear that Avodat Siluk is Hayav. And Avodat Siluk is Hayav only where? Outside. But inside the Kodesh Kodashim, Avodat Siluk does not apply to Azar. Again. Very important this point. Levi's derash was klal prat, but the klal prat is only umibeta parochet. No, inside the kodesh kodashim, mm-hmm. and therefore inside the kodesh kodashim, that's what I'm going to say. What avodat siluk azar is not hayav for, but outside the kodesh kodashim, even avodat siluk when turmat edition is outside the kodesh kodashim, and Levi was one that held azar does turmat edition will be hayav. Because Avodat Siluk was only outside the Kodesh Kodashim, whereas Zad is Hayav. But inside the Kodesh Kodashim, he's not going to be Hayav in Avodat Siluk. It's always going to be not Tamar. I'll give you a case. I'll give you a case. Again, again, again. again. We had a Klal Prat. Follow the flow again. The Klal was Uchol Devara Mizbaya. The Prat was Avodat Matana. That's the only giving. So the Gemara says, "See, Cholav Aram is Bayah, Cholav Amatana, and we know in Bichlal Elamash Beprat. So the Chayav that's only giving, not taking. So Levi's answer was, yeah, that only applies to the Kodesh Kodashim, because it says in between the word Umi Beta Parochet. So therefore, that um, Hiluk of Siluk, Siluk does not apply in the Kodesh Kodashim. Meaning, if a Zar did something." That takes away in the Kodesh Kodashim, he's not going to be Hayav Kareh, but Siluk outside the Kodesh Kodashim, meaning by the Mizbeach, he is going to be Hayav. Which means by the Mizbeach, when he goes to Trimat Edition, if Azar does it, he's going to be Hayav Kareh. That's the Shita of Levi. So now the Gemara asks a question. Gemara says like this Ba'irava. Rava has a question. Avodat siluk bahechal. What about avodat siluk in the area called the hechal? Now the hechal is what we call the kodesh. Now we discussed till now the inside, that's the kodesh kodashim, and we just the outside. Now we're discussing the middle. How do you look at the kodesh area, legabe siluk? Meaning you have in that area. Let's just review the furniture. You have the menorah, you have the shulchan, and you have the mizbeach hapinimi. Let's talk about the Mizbeach Pinimi. Let's say Azar went in the Kodesh and cleaned out the Mizbeach Pinimi from its ashes. It's Avodat Siluk. Well, you told me that Avodat Siluk only applies outside to be Hayav. Well, is this considered outside or inside? Well, it's not the Kodesh Kodashim, but it's not the outside area. So how do you look at the Kodesh? That's Rava's question. So Ba'ay Rava. Avodat siluk bahechal mahu lifnim medamina le or lechutz medamina le? Do you consider it like the kodesh kodashim, where avodat siluk is not a factor for azar, or is it considered like outside, or is it considered like outside and outside avodat siluk is hayah for azar? That's the sheila. Kemarah says hadar pashtem. After he resolved his dilemma, mibet. 
When the Pasuk talks about the Kodesh Kodashim, it doesn't say Mibet La Paroch, it says Ul Mibet. From the extra Vav and the Lamed, we come along and say the Echal is like the Kodesh Kodashim. Ul Mibet. Not only the Kodesh Kodashim, Ul Mibet. The Echal and the Kodesh Kodashim, Patur. Meaning, it's Avodat Siluk. Azar does Avodat Siluk in the Kodesh Azar, meaning he cleans off the Mazbeah, Hapinimi. There is no Karet. Comes Gemara and says, Ela Me'ata. Now, you're telling me that what? There is avodat. There's, if a zad does avodat sluk in the chai, he's not hayav. Get it? Good. So the Gemara wants to know legabe avodat tama. Legabe, we said that only hayav on service that a what? Avodat tama. That is a final service. So the Gemara says ela meata zar shesider et shulhan lehayev. Let's say a zar comes. And he sets up the table. Meaning he puts the lechem apanim. Now the lechem apanim is on the shulchan, which is in the Kodesh. If a, if a zar sets up the lechem apanim, he should be hayav. Um, he should be hayav. Why? Because you're telling me, bottom line, it's considered lechaura avodat matana. Not avodat matana. Besides avodat matana. It's considered avodat tama. It's a final service. And it's also... Putting on the Mizbeh, tell me Siluk doesn't apply. Okay, Siluk I understand, because like the Kodesh Kodashim. However, putting putting the Chaura, you have everywhere. So the question then is, if that's the case, how can we then add it? Which means, when Rav was counting, Rav gave us four Avodot. What were the four Avodot? Zerika. Haktara, Nisukha Maim, Nisukha Yayin. Hey, why do you only give me these things? If you're holding Avodat Matana, so Lechaura, let's say putting the stuff on the Shulchan, Lechaura should also be a, a subject where the Zar is going to be considered Hayav, Karet. Let's see why. So the Gemara says like this. I read again. Elamehata, oh, I'm sorry. Zar shider hashulchan lechayev. How come he didn't count it? So he says like this because setting up the table is not avodat tama. Why? Ika sidur bazichin. Right after you set the table, you have to put the two spoons that have in it the frankincense. So that's not the last avodah. So therefore, since it's not avodat tama, Rav says you're not chayav. So the Gemara asks the next question. Sider bazichin lechayev. Fine. Let's say he puts the spoons on the table with the frankincense. That's considered avodah. Tama, he should be hayav. The Gemara says no. Ika siluk. Ve'aktara. It's not done. Because the service of the bazichim don't end until a week later. Because they would put it on on Shabbat. And then a week later on Shabbat, they would take the bazichim off the table and they would burn the frankincense. So therefore, even when he puts it on, it's not considered a avodah tama. And then what it is... When you're taking it off already, that's considered a siluk. Siluk, you're not going to be hayav according to Rav. You're taking it off. He only holds putting things on. So I review again. The Gemara wants to know, according to Rav. According to Rav. According to Rav. There's four avodot that are hayav mita bidesh shamayim. So the Gemara is asking. And what are your, what are your qualifications? Well, it's got to be Avodat Matana, number one. And it also has to be what? It has to be Avodat Matana, Avodat Tama. Those are your two qualifications. Good. That's Rav. So, yeah, it's Rav. So, according to you, Rav, Azar goes into the Kodesh, 
now you introduce the Kodesh into the picture. As that goes into the Kodesh, he sets the table. The Chaura, it's got all the qualifications. It's Avodat Matana, and we're thinking it's Avodat Tama as well. You finish setting the table. Kemra mm-hmm. no, it's not Avodat Tama. Why? Because you got the Bazikhin. Okay, fine. He put the Bazikhin on. You're going to be Hayav? No, it's not finished. Because the Avodat Bazikhin doesn't end till a week later when you take it off. Good. So when you take it off, well, that's Avodat Siluk. Avodat Siluk, according to Rav, is that Hayav. Right. So therefore, setting the table will no way ever bring a karet according to Rav. Gebara now asks another question. Gebara says, Zar shesider et ha-menorah lehayev. A zar that set up the menorah. Let's review what they used to do in the morning. The menorah of the Bet HaMikdash was made out of components. It wasn't one mikshah zahav. So what they would do is they would detach the cups of the menorah take it off and you know, clean them, and then they would reattach them. So the question is, let's see Azar goes into the Kodesh, and he cleans up the menorah, meaning he does what's called Sidur menorah. Actually, he's fixing the menorah. He takes the cups off, but puts them back on. That's Avodah Matana. You're putting something back. You're doing something to the menorah. So the Chaurah, you should be Hayav. Karet. So the Gemara says, it's not the end of the Avodah. Ika netinat petira. Well, you're still not putting the wick. So the Gemara says, fine. <laughs> if he puts the wick, he should be hayav. Well, the Gemara asks your question. You still got to put the oil, so it's not finished. Fine. The Gemara says, well, you still got a light. So the Gemara says, if you lit, you should be hayav. Well, one problem. Lighting is not considered an avodah. Why? Because there's no, the flame really would rise up by itself. Which means, so there, no, so therefore, no, it's not. There, there is something after the shemen. There is a adaka. It's in the middle. Which means there's something after the shemen. You can't call it the last process. It's there's something after. But what? That last process is not really called an avodah. So therefore, it's like it puts the shemen as not the end. It's followed by something, but it's followed by something that's really not an avodah. So therefore, technically, according to this. If a Zar went into the Kodesh, lit the menorah, no problem. No problem. There's no... That's... Better, better, better. He took off the, 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 the cups, he put back the cups on, put the wick in, put the oil in, lit it. There's no subject of Hazara Karev Yumat. Comes the Gemara and says, Velo? Last point. The Gemara says, Velo? You're telling me what? Lighting is not considered an Avodah? It says It says that the Kohanim would put fire on the Mizbeah Limed, you know what we learn from this Pasuk? Al-Hatsatat Alita Which means Hatsatat is the burning of Alita, the wood chips Meaning, when the Kohen would see the fire on the Mizbeah dwindling He would take some wood chips And we have to go on the Mizbeah and light them To get the Mizbeah to continue to be uh, lit. So we learn over here, it says, V'natru b'nei Aharon ha-Kohen. So the Gemara says in the Rasha, She'lo te'ela b'Kohen, kasher u'b'klisharet. Meaning it's a service. You've got to have a Kohen. He's got to use the klisharet, meaning the proper vessels. And he also has to have the b'gdeke unah. So what do you see over here? Lighting is considered a service. Now for some reason the Gemara is assuming lighting the Mizbeah is similar to lighting the 
Menorah. From this pasuk we see it's got to be done with big day kehuna, and it's got to be by done by a kasher. So the Gemara says, Hatsata alita avoda he hadlakat lav avodahi. That's the difference. <laughs> lighting the wood chips is an avoda. Mashiinkin lighting the menorah. Now, the way the Mephashim, the Tosfot Yeshinim explains it, because lighting the Mizbeh is Tidha. It, in, it entails toil. You can't just, you know, throw the wood, you have to actually light it. It takes toil, that's an Avodah. Lighting the Menorah, eh, it's lighting a flame, it lights by itself. So therefore, this is not an Avodah, therefore back to the premise that why, if Azad did it, he's not going to be Hayaf. Comes Gemaran says, okay, fine. According to this, Zar Let's say a Zar set up, set up the wood on the Mizbeah. He went to the Mizbeah, and he, there's wood on the Mizbeah. Every day the coin has to set up the wood. Out of he set up the wood on the Mizbeah. He's going to be Hayaf. So the Gemara says, well, it's not the end. As we learned, after the setting up of the pile of wood, the Quran would have to place two long pieces of wood on top. It was called Sidur Shinegizirim. So the Gemara says, okay, fine. Sidur Shinegizirim Hayab. Fine, let's say he put the second two pieces of wood on top. That's Avodah Tama. He should be Hayav. Ika Sidur Evarim. Well, after that, you got to put on the bones. Which is, what do you do after the Sidur? You got to put the, the, the Qurban Olah. The, the, the bones of it, you have to put it on the Mizbayah. So the Gemara says, Veha Amar, Rav Aseh, Amar Rabbi Yohanan, Zar Shisidir Shene Gizire Etzim, Hayaf. We have a statement of Rabbi Yohanan that clearly says if a Zar places the two woods, he is going to be Hayaf. Which means now we have a mahluk between Rav and Rabbi Hanan. Rav is mashma that what you put the two woods, you're not hayaf because there's something after it. Where Rabbi Hanan says, no, you put the two woods, that's Abu Tama, you're out. It's considered the hayaf. So the question now is, what's the mahlukit? What's the source of this mahlukit? So the Gibra says, you know what the argument is? The following: Mosabar Tamahi, which means. According to Rabbi Hanan, he says by placing the two woods on the Mizbeah, that is indeed Avodah Tamah. Aye, but what do you mean? It's being followed by putting up the Qurban Olah. No, that's a new service. Which means the Mizbeah service ends by putting, I mean there's a service called setting up the Mizbeah, we'll call it, okay? When does that service end? Once you put the last two pieces of wood. Is something going to follow it? Yeah. But the thing that follows it has nothing to do with the Sidur HaMizbeah. Therefore it's considered according to Rabbi Yohanan Avodat Tamah. Once you put the last two pieces of wood on top, you're right, you're going to bring the, the Ola. That's already a new item. Whereas according to Rav, Umur Sabar, Lav Avodat Tamah. He looks at it as it's all one process. And therefore the Sidur of the Ola that's going to be placed on it, it's all connected. So now we have a Mahlouk between Rav and Rabbi Yohanan. slow. Rav and Rabbi Hanan. When you put the Shnei Gezireh Etzim on the Mizbeah, is it called Avodat Tamahunat? Remember that Mahlokit. Rav is going to say, it is not considered Avodat Tamah, because you have the Qurban that's going to follow, and it's all considered one. Whereas Rabbi Hanan says, no, your Mizbeah preparation is finished with the Shnei Gezireh Etzim. Nafka Mina, that if a Zar does it, according to Rabbi Hanan, he'll indeed get Karet. 
comes the Gemara and says, Tanya Kivate de Rav, Tanya Kivate de Levi. The Gemara over here now is just going to bring proofs from a Braitha to Rav and to Levi. What are we trying to prove? Well, the basic Mahlokat that we had here today between Rav and Levi is Turumat Edition. Rav held Turumat Edition is not subject to Karet, because it's Siluk, where Levi said, uh, Turumat Edition is subject to Karet. He held Avodat Siluk is. Matara only applies to the Kodesh Kodashim. Outside, Avodat Siluk, according to Rav, according to Levi, is Hayat Karet. So the Gemara is being bright to prove both of them. The Gemara says, Tanya Kivate de Rav, Tanya Kivate de Levi. Tanya Kivate de Rav, Avodah, Avodot Shezar Hayav Alehem Mita. The following Avodot Azar is Hayav Mita on them. Let's count them. Zinikat Adam, okay, that's the sprinkling of the blood. Ben Lifnim, Ben Lifnev Lifnim, whether he sprinkles it on the outer Mizbeah or the inner Mizbeah, for example, on Yom Kippur, when he sprinkles blood between the poles of the Aron. <coughs> which is the one that sprinkles Hatata of the blood of the Hatata of on the wall of the Mizbeah. That's the one when you have the blood of a Korbana of, you have to squeeze the blood out and you press the bird against the wall. That's called Mitsui. That's also considered an Avodah. Vam Maktir, or for that matter, somebody that brings the animal on the Mizbeah, Be'olata of. That's totally put on the Mizbeah. Vam Nasech Shloshalugimayim, and the one that pours the three Lugim of Mayim on Sukkot. Shloshalugimayim, or somebody that pours three Log of Yain when they bring a Korban. Bottom line, this Brayta lists all the things that a Fazar does is Hayaf Karet. What's conspicuously missing? Turmat Adeshen. So this Brayta obviously is following the opinion of Rav. Vetanya Kevete de Levi. Obviously somewhere in this Brayta it's going to say Turmat Adeshen. Let's see. Avodot Shezar Hayav Alem Mita. Right away. Hamiri Mit Adeshen. Bingo. That's the proof for Levi. That Hayav Mita. Now what else? Vesheva Hazaot Shemifnim. Furthermore, the sprinklings of the blood that was done inside the Kodesh Kodashim, like we said, by the, uh, the uh, Kohen HaMashiach, by the Pare Alem Davar, by the Kohen on Yom Kippur, all those bloods were sprinkled inside. Furthermore, Mitzorah, where you sprinkled the oil also, the Ma'ale Al Gabea Mizbeach, and anybody that puts anything on the Mizbeach, Ben Davar Kasher, whether it's Kasher for the Mizbeach, Ben Davar Pasur. Interesting. Even if it's pasul for the mizbeach, now the chaurah, if it's pasul for the mizbeach, it should not be considered an avodah. Why would it be hayav karet? So the mefarshim should explain over here. It's something that's questionable. It's not a hundred percent pasul, and therefore the avad you shouldn't have put it on the mizbeach. But the avad, if you put it on the mizbeach, the deen is it stays on the mizbeach. So therefore, since it stays on the mizbeach, it's considered an avodah. Therefore, this brayta says if a if a Zar did that, meaning he put something that's pasul on the Mizbeah, but a type of item that stays on the Mizbeah, he'll be Hayav Karet. Now the point of this bright test is clearly that Haramat Adeshin is Hayav. Baruch Amen.